0: Take street pictures because it hones your instincts for speed and for quick composition. But above all, what you bring in your mind to the scene is what makes your picture. Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast. This is Antonio.
1: And this is Ward.
0: Uh, hello, Ward.
1: Hey there. Thanks for joining. My pleasure,
0: as usual. Yeah. Uh, welcome to what? What? What part of the month is this? <laughs> well, it is episode one thirty-two, and it's for the uh, what are we? End of March. End of right? March.
1: March. Twenty twenty-one. Yeah.
0: Uh, that was a fast year in some way, and a slow year in some way, mm-hmm. since this is the uh, the year the year of. Uh, um. Yeah, lockdown and stuff like that. So, yeah, my wife
1: and I gave up a trip to Australia on March thirteenth, twenty twenty. Yes, last year. Last year. Oh, what? Well, that's a weird anniversary. Oh, I'm sorry. Where were you going to go? Well, we're going to go visit our um. Our daughter was going to university near Melbourne.
0: Yeah. Are you gonna? Is that it? No. Nope. That's
1: it. She started going back to school here. So, so no geez. reason for you to go to Australia. No reason to go. No family reason to go now. No.
0: Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah,
1: it's, it happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we lost a lot of time as a year we could scratch off the uh, the record charts. But
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, um yeah, it's been so far a wonderful year for me, <laughs> you've probably heard. Mhm. Yeah. Uh luckily uh having COVID was a mild thing for me. Uh, i'm I'm now el- eligible to get the vaccine, but can't find any in my neighborhood at all.
1: Well, we've got we've got issues uh, similar here. yeah, yeah, most of the older folks, uh, and I won't say most a, a fair percentage of them have been vaccinated now, but it's going the whole Canadian experience is kind of falling flat. We're not really? getting we're not getting what we should.
0: And I, I don't know what's going on here. I mean, it sounds like we're doing okay, but like I go online to try to find something. And oh we have no first vaccines. We have no no nobody over, you know, nobody under sixty. It's like, well, for Pete's sake. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like, can you just send it to me? And I'll do, yeah. I'll do it myself. Yeah. Um I I I feel not so crazy about it though, since I've had it. And mm. so I'm not freaking out so much about, you know, walking down the street and i mean, I'm still wearing my mask and stuff, but I'm not freaking out seeing people not wear their masks. Uh, right. So I'm just not going crazy about it. But uh, I would like to get the the vaccine so I can start seeing people again and start one to. Me day. too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So other than that, uh, what have you been up to lately?
1: Um. Last Friday I went out with some friends and we shot uh, at an abandoned school uh, out in the middle it was a, almost a 2 hour drive from Calgary out uh, to get away from the light pollution. They were there to shoot star trails. I was there just to do whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, I got one or two good pictures of uh, the clouds there was enough moonlight that it lit up the clouds and lit up the building at the same time.
0: How do you so know some about really
1: these really low values? How do you know about these
0: places? These abandoned um, places? Um,
1: there's, there's a guy who, um, uh, Bobby Scott is his name. He does these, um, abandoned Alberta, um, trips or whatever, workshops. And he has a, he has a droid and he can shine, you know, um, on a top droid? of these, uh, a, a droid? droid. Did I say drone? <laughs> oh, he's a d- Where's I, your mind? <laughs> I have a droid. No, no, he, <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, he has a, I'm sorry. I love that. He no, has a drone. He has a drone <laughs> with lights on it. Well, it's sort of a droid. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. it does yeah. what you tell it. Doesn't it doesn't talk back to you. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so he he does this stuff and, and, you know, there's a kind of a network of people that have been going to his, uh, going to his workshops. And there was this opportunity of this abandoned schoolhouse that was built in, I guess, 1910, somewhere around there. It was in use until the 40s, I think. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it's just all boarded up. It's this building right by the side of this gravel road. And there's this beautiful, you know, dead spear grass all around it from last fall. And the spear grass is this beautiful texture. And so walking around that, and it wasn't just in the middle of some dirt somewhere, it was an interesting building and I did my best taking pictures of, um, you know, long exposures on a tripod, which I don't do very much, but I only have this, you know, these street cameras, mm-hmm. these Fuji XE3s. And, um, it was fun. They decided that it was too cloudy to do star trail so they left. <laughs> left me alone there in, you know, only moonlight. So I was there for another hour shooting stuff and I kind of liked the peace. Yeah. But if i had broken my leg or something, I would have <laughs> been you know, I was like, what's going I on? You should have left you at least the droid because then you could have I mean the droid, you got well, me there's saying there's a it. farm just a quarter of a mile down the hill I <laughs> oh, would so have crawled like, over
0: there. You would have crawled like Christina's world, right? To the
1: No, I think I think I would have climbed into the car and tried to figure out how to how to shift my manual uh, transmission using only my right leg. Whatever, oh, so whatever I needed to do.
0: I just had this image of you, like, in like Christina's world, crawling in the grass with your <laughs> tripod, pushing yourself to this abandoned <laughs> yeah. house. And then someone taking a picture of you from behind. And like, <laughs>
1: well, I'm from a small town, so it would be not like... Uh, it wouldn't be a horror to me. It would be like, oh, just another, you know, stupid yeah. Friday night, you know? Yeah. Oh. You know? But uh, it was fun. It was yeah. nice to get out of the house and chat with people that you know um you know with the same interests and they're fighting with their slrs and not being able to find infinity and i just put on my my 16 you know that 16 millimeter yeah, f1.4 yeah. what a beautiful lens that is oh. and the, i didn't have any trouble um oh wow. and uh, no it was a, it was a lot of fun i think i only really got one or two pictures out of it i think i posted my the, the, i think the last picture that i posted on my instagram was one of the ones that turned out but.
0: I gotta I gotta I gotta have you um, I gotta have you uh, oh what's the word notification for when you come up because I miss sometimes I
1: miss your stuff you know? well when that explains up. the like like like, you know, like yeah because all of a yeah. sudden I
0: like I find you like oh you know like your your picture will pop up like one picture pop I'm like oh yeah I haven't seen your stuff in a while I go your thing. oh yeah I missed that one I missed that one I missed that
1: one yeah I haven't been posting very often so you won't be pestered by too many notifications okay. yeah. so you'll be fine
0: yeah well that sounds cool. I wish I wish we had some abandoned places in Brooklyn that would be legal to go to, but uh we don't. Or at least not uh, ones I'm not the kind of guy who wants to crawl in sewers or climb over fences. I'm not climbing over any fences and stuff. No. But uh, No.
1: Well we did have actually the neighbor, the farm that I was just talking about, they came to see what we were doing. Oh of so, course. Yeah, yeah. And that was great. We had a nice little talk.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah.
1: Actually, the one, my one friend, I was like 50 feet away playing with my camera, but uh, one of the women, or the women, woman that we came out with, she was, uh, chatted her up a little bit and calmed her nerves. Oh, so it was all good. good. And I was there till like, I don't know, uh, 1130 or something at night. So good and dark. Cool.
0: I, I, I have not, other than going to Greenwood Cemetery, I really actually, when I recorded last... I do not think I've been there since, and I really have not taken any pictures. I've been trying to a, a find work. Just always mm-hmm. good. Oh, I, I do want to mention, and I don't have their names, but uh, I got a couple of donations. Oh, um, good. Yeah, and I'm I'm ah man, I'm so. I'll put it in the show notes. Thank you. But uh, they actually went directly. So you guys who who uh, who sent me a coffee and and uh donated to paypal uh the funds actually went directly to um uh podbean where i where where uh where i host the show because uh, oh, cool. i got i got billed exactly at the same time and it comes out of my paypal account so bart i'm sorry i'm gonna call you bart because i can't pronounce your first name <laughs> and christoph thank you to you guys for uh donating you guys uh, directly paid for my next year or part part of it my next year of uh, hosting at Podbean. So thank you guys very much. That was it was amazing that the timing was. You guys sent me a donation and like 2 days later um, uh, Podbean charged my uh, the PayPal account to pay for the for the year. So thanks you guys. Cool. Yeah. You guys uh, get and I'm sorry, Bart. I'm just going to call you Bart. I hope you know you are. <laughs> Forgive me for not – I just don't want to wreck your name. <laughs> Maybe you'll have to tell me how, how do you pronounce your name. Oh, But that was cool, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, looking for work, um, trying to find uh, active photography jobs or video jobs. I do have a couple of uh, gigs coming up in the next couple of weeks at the place I used to work at, uh, mm-hmm. which is going to be kind of fun, teaching my class. And also I'm now deciding to put a class together on my own, which I'm finally getting around to doing. That's uh, cool. Yeah, because I think um, I was listening to uh, a podcast, the Derek Stories podcast, the digital, the nimble photographer, mm-hmm. digital story, excuse me. And uh, he, does, he does workshops and he was uh, ruminating on this, uh, the idea that uh, now that we've all gotten used to Zoom and uh, doing stuff virtually that you know hybrid classes in the future might work out. So for me to run a class online, instead of having to rent some place to have everybody gather around, it would be kind of cool to get people to get together to teach, you know, uh, beginners photography through Zoom, and then actually have an outdoor uh, component with it as well. So sort of a right. hybrid kind of class. So it got me really. So ins- like a great idea. Yeah, so it got me inspired to to get that together. So I'm working on the website now, and I got to work on the class, a couple of few classes, to get together. So if anybody's listening and they got people who are beginning photographers, I love teaching beginners. Uh, you know. Have them <laughs> keep keep your ears open. I'll announce uh, when I have the classes uh, up and running. It's gonna be called Street Shots, by the way. I'm gonna tie it to this. So,
1: gotta build the brand.
0: Yeah, build the brand. You know, the, and Street Shots was was Tom's idea. I mean, I, Tom came up with all the ideas <laughs> for the names. Switch to manual, uh, Street Shots, and stuff like that. So, I gotta give Tom cool. uh, credit for that. So, anyway, that's that's where that's where we're at now, cool. and. Uh, so you know, having you here, right? I realized, like, since I've been going out and shooting, I remember I told you I've been buying all these books. Actually, Elizabeth, um, my wife, has been buying me books for my birthday and for Christmas. And I thought, you know, let's let's we haven't had an appreciation of a photographer in a while. No, nope. and I like doing those with you. Uh, me too. You, you know more about these people than I do.
1: Well, I don't know about that. You do. I just well, I just have a lot of books.
0: Well, no, I. I, I not to not give me some credit, but I really have a hard time with pictures that I've seen and the names associated with them. So I often see pictures I like and I, I often don't remember who the photographer is. I've gotten better over over you know recently over time as I've gotten more serious about you know looking into the history of photography and really appreciating those people who have inspired me. Um, but before that, you know, when I'm doing commercial photography, I wasn't really thinking so much about the, the you know, the, the people and the photographers. So now getting all these books, I'm really sort of forcing myself in a nice way to really dive into photographers and read about them and like embed their their images in my brain. So uh, and, I, wanted- and
1: I, I love the experience of, of a photo book, you know, just irrespective of whether you know the photographer or not, you – you know, it's like going through an art gallery where you can have your cup of, cup of coffee with you and you go through at your own pace and you can absorb everything, you know, at well, your I, think, own.
0: I think since I've gotten to know you, you've gotten me I, – I mean, I'm blaming you for okay. the books that I've bought, not the ones that I've liked. I think I've spent a lot more on, on – well, you and Dave, uh, Dave Swiduck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after talking to both you guys, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to buy that book. I want to buy that book. But uh, – yeah. Um, so I, I pulled out uh, – whose book did I pull out? Oh, who um, we're, we're going to talk about tonight. Fred Herzog's Modern Color. Uh, and, yeah. it, you know, it's like, wow, I, we haven't talked about him. Um, and there's a lot about him to talk about. I don't know how much we can get to tonight, but mm-hmm. certainly we can dive into this book. And sure. I have to admit that I came across his work late in my life as well. Um, I know I've seen the pictures, but again, like I said before, I'm not always associating the pictures with like the location or the photographer. I just like like these images in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know I've I've uh, I've seen his pictures before, and so getting this book and diving into it, I think I got this. Uh, I don't know if I got this at Christmas or something like that. And and reading about it, and finally started you know, reading, actually reading the book. There's some nice essays in it. A, a couple of them, are, some of the stuff is a little above my head.
1: the art speak it's a little little bit much yeah
0: Yeah. i'm not a art speak my brain can't always uh, dive into that but the who who wrote the um opening one david uh campany campany who i can i I appreciate his writing yeah but uh yeah i wanted to talk to you about him and 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 let's let's do it what you say you called it an appreciation
1: Appreciation instead of a review, because yeah. a review means a yes or a no or whatever. Yeah. Here we're just two guys talking about a book. And then realizing um,
0: that, that he uh, is a fellow countryman. Yeah,
1: he's um, um, the bulk of the material in the book comes from Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, on, the, on our West Coast, from the 50s and 60s, primarily. Have you been there? I have. Um, I first visited there, I think, in 1967 or 1968 when I was a little kid, and uh, I've driven out there. I'm sure half a dozen times over the years. I've um, there's some family we have out there. Uh-huh. Um, go out there for, and I went out. Um, the notably for me was in 1986 when the World's Fair was there. So it was called Expo '86. So the the city was on, you know, was a show. Uh, in 86 when I drove out in my little red MGB. Ah. So it was an experience going out there.
0: And was he photographing then, too?
1: In 86? Uh, was by he still 86, doing? Well, there's one picture in the book that's from 2000, which is the latest one that I can find. So... But you can tell it was not uh, a Kodachrome. Maybe we should go back a little bit. Yeah, Just to give yeah. some, our listeners an idea of the kind of what what you're getting into when you're lo- looking at this book, Modern Color. If you know Saul Leiter and you know his palette, the Kodachrome palette of colors, it's very reminiscent of that. So, uh, you know, that kind of, there's some soft light or whatever, but he's not as... What's the word I'm looking for? He's not as evocative or atmospheric as Saul Lighter. He's mm. very much kind of a straight-on. Here's what I saw, kind of thing. Um, I think in, in in your notes you're talking about. We were talking about Walker Evans, and that he was. It, Walker Evans was definitely a influence on on Herzog. Well, not,
0: speak, not
1: not initially. Not initially. No, it's funny that's true.
0: as I was reading this uh, that I heard uh, he came across Evans in. Um, not late in life, but you know, in while in the middle of shooting in nineteen early sixties, mm-hmm. um, where he's already been shooting in a in a Walker Evans sort of documentary style. In some in some cases, you know, when he's documenting yeah. Vancouver, yeah. So I thought that was interesting as a parallel sort of.
1: Uh, and he also finds patterns like street photographers would. You know, like uh, I call it matchy matchy. He's got two orange cars in one frame and two white cards in another in different contexts and uh, takes pictures of a, the, the pictures that kind of grab me the most are the, the neon lights of, of um, some of the streets in, um in Vancouver from the fifties, from the past. And I'm, I'm thinking of the one picture where he's shooting down. Um, I've forgotten the name of the street. Oh, it's terrible. But anyway, the Orpheum theater is, Mm. One of the one of the um, um, neon lights there, and the Orpheum Theater is still there, and the frame of that neon sign is still there. It's blue now; it's not uh, traditional orange neon, but um, so it's kind of cool to see that that uh, that uh, movement through time. So but yeah, he's got neon signs, portraits yeah. of merchants in their storefronts, uh, little confectionery corner shops, um, children. He takes pictures of children. It's all very. Um, very cool, arresting kind of like you know, a calming kind of um uh, style that he has when he takes pictures of yeah, people.
0: I would say his pictures are not very controversial, no, yeah,
1: no, they are they are um, a sl- an idealized version of Vancouver, although he does shoot rundown subjects. Which, um, why would
0: you say it's idealized? I mean, what's the
1: um i just think he has a soft eye he's not he's not trying to he's not like look he you look at the pictures and it's not like he's saying look at this you know crap i photographed Uh it's sort of like you know here's a pleasing arrangement of this old car in this you know dilapidated neighborhood you know um it's, it's it's still pleasing to look at, even yeah. if you're looking at mm-hmm. you know decay. Yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. I find. You know,
0: yeah. um, you know, going through the book, like in, I, I haven't really, I, I glanced through it when I first got it. I haven't really dived into it until I decided well, let's do it for the show, and so I started looking at it in depth. And uh, what's with you Canadians
1: and the color red? <laughs> first, of all, so that's a good point. Um, so, I don't know. Okay, I, and I didn't. You know, I'm trying to think. He certainly of, picked
0: up on it. Right?
1: Oh yeah. Well, it, it, you know, sign paint. You know, the barber shops. He likes right. hanging around barber shops. Um, you know, there's the neon, uh, you know, Coca-Cola signs. All of that. That's all. You know, the yeah. red. Uh, he might have just been attracted to more red. But I mean, you, you look at the street scenes. It could have been just the fashion and and those. Well- those I'm, days I i'm looking
0: know. i'm looking at it in, uh, 90 i'm gonna say 97 percent of the pictures in this book yeah have some bit of red in them mm-hmm. in some in some place in the picture often there's uh something red in the center of the picture there's inevitably something red in the edge of the frame there's so there you know people kids are wearing you know Uh, red Mountie hats or uh, someone's wearing red socks or there's a red uh, you know in this one of his famous pictures that starts off the book uh, the the bandaged guy Yeah, there's the red mailbox also with the red and the bloody chin Um, and you know uh, he's one of these uh, photographers who is one of the what they call him the colorist he's he's, uh, in a time when most photographers or photographers who are doing um more of a an art style picture shooting black and white and he's like in the Eggleston the lighter and uh you know Ernst Haas is like shooting color in a mm-hmm. time when um you know it, it, it's hard to deal with color you can't really print it uh it right. slides or something like that and and he's shooting kodachrome and kodachrome naturally has this desired you know it, it is a really interesting way of, of resolving red. Rendering reds, red, yeah. Right? And then so Vancouver is full of reds. People mm-hmm. are wearing red, and I started thinking: Is like, is this like the world suddenly going crazy? And like, wow, we just discovered red dye number five. Well, or know, red dye number two. I was thinking two. that you know I was thinking that very thing when I was, <laughs> I was going like, through it this Red afternoon. dye number two. <laughs> and everybody's like, all yeah. the posters are red. I'm like, let's paint everything red. Paint the town red, literally. Yeah. Don't eat the red ones.
1: Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
0: But I go through. I, I I just before the show, I'm looking at this. Again, diving into it like uh, a man and a dog, and the man's carrying a a, a red satchel, right? Yeah. Or uh, there's a woman sitting on a on a bench, and she's she's got a a button on her shirt uh, on her uh, jacket that says "Mom", Mom. and it's yeah. red, you <laughs> yeah. know. And you, inevitably, you go through this book, and there's a boat, an image of a of two <laughs> boats of two like steamers or something like that. Yeah. And there's like a red. Painted something on the side of a boat that's like right in the center, <laughs> yeah. and so you know he's focusing. I mean, I don't know what the, what the chances of this come across as I'm sure if you, I mean, he he in his time apparently would would had photographed close to a hundred thousand images, mm-hmm. uh, probably each one of them different, right? Because he he shot. Um, you know, he didn't shoot multiples of things or very no, nope. not uh, very frequent. So, each one of those is a different picture. And you know, I don't know if his, his library is like this 90%, you know, 95% of the pictures has something red in red. it. Yeah, uh, and it, I, I actually found it a lot of fun to try to like just looking at well, you know, looking at the pictures, like oh, red, oh, kids in the background, right? Kids on the street, all the way to background, kids got a red yeah.
1: jacket, you know. Then I was like, "Oh yeah, it's Canada, and their flag is red—a <laughs> red maple leaf." Well, like, we didn't get the red maple leaf. Well, we, the Union Jack was our flag until, well, we had we had like a little—I um, oh, won't get into the But anyway, we didn't have the Canadian flag that you know that we know of now until the mid '60s, right? I didn't know that. No, I we had. Didn't a, know that. We were the Union Jack, and then we were—we um, had a kind of a red background with a. Um, it's the the I forget what it is the three, three maple leaves on a on a spindly little tree thing, and then oh, yeah. uh, I had no, no idea, so yeah. I have
0: to learn something. But yeah, so but uh, yeah, um, I mean, after I, I look at all this red, you know, I'm not sure what to say. But uh,
1: well, I I you know that that's all that's what you're saying is true, but it doesn't detract from the fact that. in in terms of a book just jumping back again uh, you're really getting your money's worth for this book because there's a lot of material yes some of it it repeats like there are only so many streets in Vancouver that have this much neon but he gets them from different angles and you'll see some of the same things and that's all fine but he's really capturing the time there like the era of what it was like there Um, and uh, I you know I I find it very nostalgic. The um, yeah, others are component to it for me, but as a Canadian, particularly Western Canadian, and being in some of these places like the uh, Brockton Point um, uh, Lighthouse on, in Stanley Park, like I know that place. I've parked right where those cars are parked. Uh-huh. Um, I, I I I like the the nostalgia aspect for me. Um, and I like the way he frames things in a kind of a symmetrical, not not, not too jarring uh, composition. Um, it's pleasant to go through.
0: Mm. You said that, how long, like I said, you, know, you probably have known him a lot longer than I have. Because I'm just sort of really discovering him as a person and as a stuff. But you must have been
1: aware of his work for a long time. He was known in Vancouver. Yeah. From when he was still actively working, yeah, and he had exhibits there, and further afield too, and he won awards, and he's in the National Gallery of Canada, and so on. So I'm kind of embarrassed. (laughs) That's fine. It's not your country, man. It's all right. It's all right. It's
0: not my country, man. (laughs) Um, Uh, but you you were saying, uh, I mean, you in one of the in the show notes, you dropped in one of your shots that you said, uh,
1: yeah, so. there's, there's a there's a picture, uh, I think it's called Jackpot 1961. Can we put that in the
0: show notes so people can see? Sure,
1: All sure. Right. I believe you have it. I think you did set it up. It will be in the show notes. It's called yeah, Jackpot yeah. 1961. It's a group of people. And one thing Vancouver had going for it, even in the 50s, was it was v- very diverse um, culturally. With The rest of Western Canada was white, 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 scary white but on the West coast with the influx of, uh, uh, Japanese, uh, uh, Japanese folks and from India and China, there was a big Chinatown there long before kind of anywhere else. Uh, it's a little bit like San Francisco in that way. It's, you know, and so there's this, this group of people uh, at a gambling table at a, at a carnival on a midway. Um, and, um, there, the, there's a woman that's reacting to whatever's going on. If they're spinning, I guess they're spinning a wheel to find out whether it's hearts or clubs or diamonds or whatever, and um, and it just it just reminds me of uh, when I would go out or every every uh, summer I go out to the Calgary Stampede. And there's a big midway here. It's like a big state fair. Mm-hmm. And uh, take pictures at the uh, people at the gambling tables at the at the Midway. And um, I was thinking, um, you know, Herzog, Herzog, Herzog. i got to get a picture that kind of <laughs> represents what Fred Herzog did with that picture. Was, I think probably my favorite picture in the book. Because it's got a the graphical component to it. And it's people. And it's streety. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to... Where I was not quite as straight on as he was. I kind of... Because I in 2019 i had this thing about um shooting along people along their front so they're kind of lined up like soldiers yeah. that was kind of like it was an aesthetic i was kind of trying to chase after so i got people watching a concert and they're all lined up and you could tell which which of the women were sisters and it's kind of fun to look at right and then there was the one where there's different people and Oh, they're all of different backgrounds uh, uh, so
0: so you had them in mind when you were when you were absolutely doing yeah, I yeah.
1: was it was a mantra it was like I was chanting almost. almost gotta get one I gotta get one and then the light had to be right and I wasn't didn't want to be in anyone's way and all that kind of stuff and so I think I got one I got this cowboy hat there's a turban there's um, you know guys wearing Western shirts a backpack and, and it was you just to, like you
0: chose to go black and white instead of color
1: no? because I'm not Fred Herzog, that's why right. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> oh, okay. I'll take I'll take a crayon maybe I'll yeah. I'll, I'll color yeah it. but no the color picture is not as satisfying graphically as the as the black and white and uh, my midway work is almost universally black and white and uh, I just didn't I didn't uh, didn't feel like I could do color but
0: uh, what's interesting is that uh, you know, going through the book and and I'm finding pictures that the kind of pictures I would like to take, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. listening to I, I went to YouTube and found a couple of uh, uh, documentaries about him. Couple. There weren't there weren't a lot. And uh, he was on one talking about how he shoots from the hip and how he doesn't like people to uh, see him with the camera in front of his face. And so he'll he'll if nobody's looking he'll put the camera up and he'll frame it, but if people are looking, he will take it from the hip, which he did like in the guy,
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: the bandage guy. So his head yeah. is cut off and his hand is cut
1: off. And you can tell a shot low, which yeah, is one of my low, favorite yeah. perspective too. But it's
0: like stuff like that, you know. I am resonating with him with, and I'm looking at some of the stuff that he shoots and the storefronts and, uh, um, like this is the kind of stuff that. I like to do in my neighborhood, and it's interesting you say that there's like limited amount of streets there. So he's going along the same places, and and I think about that, like you know, having that limitation, but how much he can do, like how much he's showing in in. I'm well, not a small area, but like you know, in Vancouver, in this one, mm-hmm. in this one city, is pretty amazing. Um, you know, I pulled out some shots of that really really grabbed me from the book um and this is uh, again with here's a red door <laughs> yeah. but there's this uh, storefront with these curtains and a red door on the right and one of the curtains is propped open by an arm from the inside someone sitting on yeah. a couch and propping open the the curtain looking out i'm sure but you can't see what? them you just see this arm no. It is a
1: huge, like eight foot by eight foot window that the couch is up against.
0: Yeah. It's one big piece of glass. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, I, I am so drawn to the shot and I'm like, I really hope I could see something like that in my neighborhood. (laughs) Just like Mm -hmm. my neighborhood would be the place where I could see something like this, like this. Uh, I have a lot, not run down. I wouldn't call it run down, but places that are a little more, um, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, to say about this picture but this is like you know Worn. less modern a little more f- yeah folksy that's the wrong word too but you get what i'm saying like yeah. there's a lot of uh family-owned businesses or places that are just like you don't know what goes on inside like uh, yeah it's a mystery it's not even a real store and you know i'm like oh man i hope i could see <laughs> something like that i mean mm-hmm. I, you know going through the book i really got inspired to want to go out and take another walk on uh my area is Coney Island Avenue, is likely where I would see some of this kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, there's another shot. What was that? another shot I wanted to talk about? This shot of these two older guys walking down an avenue and they've got hats on and overcoats. Do you know the one and there's a uh, they're they're like near a curb and one's walking towards the camera, the other one is walking, walking away. away. And yeah. when I saw that I fog
1: I, Huh? There's fog in the background. There's fog in the background, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I thought the guy on the right was the shadow of the guy on the left. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, just something like immediately I was like, because their bodies are in the same position, their arms are in the same position, they're wearing the same hat, they're about the same height. The the mm. person on the right is a little darker. Um, um, but it's like, you know, I'm noticing with a, a lot of his pictures as street shots, there's a little bit of distance between him and the subjects. Yeah. In In – the majority of cases, not every case, but there seems to be some bit of distance. He doesn't have a problem with taking pictures of people from behind, oh. uh, or parts of people, like their legs or their feet, um, or other things like that. So it's a, it's a, you know, an interesting style of of work, um, which I think, at least in the in the cases in, in uh, where when he's photographing, seems to work a lot. People don't seem to be noticing them either. So, or oh,
1: yeah, or they don't care. Or they don't. I, care. I also get it's very Canadian too, is it? Why is what I I just the feel of the city, the the distance people have from each other. Um, they're not. Um, there's never really a crowd. People kind of their space. When the kids are playing, like there, there's a picture in front of a convenience store. There's again the Coke ads and the Seven Up ads. And there's two little boys. Actually, there's three little boys right in front of the door opening. You know, you know, corner shop is mm-hmm. you know like you know honey to a bee. You know, so these boys are you know two of them are facing this kid on a little bike, and uh, you know there's this healthy distance away from each other. It just seems like
0: uh, social uh, distancing already. You guys, yeah. you
1: guys have been <laughs> doing that already. But like, it's just a different. Uh, it just feels it feels like home to me just of the past right i uh-huh. I mean uh, as much as I you know the street work that we know from winogrand and and um um the other guy um Meyerowitz and the pictures that were done even uh, Elliot uh, Irwin, you're crowded yeah. you know there was that rush of going up and down the avenues there of moving between buildings, and Canadian cities are never like that, right? In
0: Vancouver, is it a slow-paced city? I mean, I've, I've only been once, and it was, like, coming over from Seattle uh, yeah. for a day, like, at the little edge, the little Victoria. I was there for, like, yeah. th- three hours. Well, so Victoria is like,
1: very slow. Uh, yeah, I can, but I, yeah. I wasn't even
0: there long enough to even realize how slow it was. But yeah. I was wondering, you know, uh, for, for people who don't know, I mean, is Vancouver still a slow
1: well, it's not, I wouldn't well, call it slow. It's slow is not the right word,
0: but low. Um,
1: yeah, definitely for foot traffic. I mean, it's a walkable city, you know, yeah. like, like, uh, New York or Seattle or, you know, you, you can you know definitely live downtown and all that kind of stuff, but there's a ton of traffic. Um, but it, it's definitely, um, it's definitely not as busy. You know, the sidewalks are not as packed as I think you might imagine in a Chicago or a Or New York City, so he's sort of. There's a pace to it, you know. So he's sort of fitting
0: the pace as well. Absolutely, yeah. And you know, I mean, not, not that I want to dive into the gear, but the the thing that I read that uh, he often was using a 50 millimeter or 135 millimeter, 50 millimeter being your regular average lens, and 135 giving you a little bit of compression and a little little bit of distance. Uh,
1: Well, those pictures of of the you know the telegraph poles and the neon with the long lens, I'm imagining that's the 135. They're awesome. I the 135 the
0: made that much compression? You I think?
1: think so. Oh yeah. yeah, I think so. All right. I had a 135. I didn't really like it because I didn't, I, I, I could never find a place to use it. Um, it was sort of not long enough for sports and too long to use in a typical, in my typical setting. Because so. one but of the, I, pi- uh, sorry, No, No, I'm just saying that those, those kind of pictures um, with that 135, that, compression has, I think, made a, a wonderful flatness to those to those urban street pictures. Not with people. There um, uh street signs and um, that sort of thing. I think there's one you selected. There's one the I selected. R- there,
0: there are some people in it. And there's
1: Yeah an arcade and a
0: billiards and a western gym and way reminded in the back. It reminded
1: right? Yeah, um, yeah. And, the and, and it's even the same it.
0: kind of light. I, I, I can't remember if I talked about it on on this show with you, I can't remember, the Ernst Haas shot of, uh, um, is it in New Mexico? It might Mm -hmm. be Albuquerque after a storm. It's like the one shot I really, really remember as a kid seeing someplace, maybe in a museum. And for some reason, like that image is like now part of my photo DNA. You know, when I see that light and I see that compression, uh, you know, I think of that shot. And then when I saw this shot, you know, even though the light's not quite the same, but it's kind of there. It's like the strong sunlight. Yeah.
1: And it's just. Which didn't get really... much in Vancouver, so it would have been a novelty.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> so oh, yeah. taking
1: a shot of my, yeah. it's like Seattle. It's, you know, it's, they're very close together, so. You know I'm,
0: I'm just noticing, I got the, I got the, 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 the sign picture up on the screen, and then I've mm-hmm. got the um, picture of the, uh, um, the bandage guy. It's the same street. Cool. The bandish guy it's fact it says uh my glasses on western gym we got western gym Plaza cafe billiards it's like he stood in the same place literally with a different lens on a different day yeah and shot this but the two shots are so different and and cover the city in such a different way but that's real I didn't I didn't even realize that until now I'm looking at the shot it was like literally the same street yeah,
1: yeah. He's, he's hailing a cab or doing something I don't know what he was doing but
0: I, I, I heard in one of the um, uh, uh, was it in an article I can't remember now um, that guy was the bandage guy it was a logger uh, oh, okay. someone who was able to I think the gallery or something like the, the the guy's son. Called up and said, that's my father. And he was a logger. And he would get into bar fights on Saturday night. So there's a, <laughs> it's likely that that shot of the bandaged guy was a Sunday morning.
1: Sunday morning. Well, look, the look of the woman the behind woman, was yeah, on her way to a,
0: church. She probably has a Bible in her hand. And she's giving him the stink eye.
1: Yeah.
0: And he's bandaged up. And he looks like he took one on the chin. Uh, mm-hmm. He lost his shirt somewhere along the line. But, uh, yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and also, I was saying, and I was looking through his shots and thinking that some of this stuff reminds me of Jay Mazel.
1: Um, yeah, I'm not as I'm not as up on Jay Mazel as you are. Um, what would all, in particular? Well, just
0: the not the not so much the people stuff, or at least some of the stuff, but a lot of the, like just the little vignettes of the city and the 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 fronts, the storefronts, are like mm-hmm. um, there's a shot where some guys are like working on a. The side of a ship or something like that scraping off paint or something mm-hmm. or painting it and it's like those kind of shots those little sort of um, those details of not necessarily a city of just something that's going on uh, almost almost abstract like he's got these shots of um, what the hell are they stairways like right. there's a, a cage stairway that's the mm-hmm. one I think he shot in 2001. Or another staircase that's just very abstract. It's like all these stairs sort of leading up to these two legs. Yeah, you know, it's that kind of stuff. And and, and, uh, uh, it's really interesting that you know those guys were very contemporary. You know, um, Jay just turned, I think he just turned ninety something, ninety, just recently. So they would have been working around at the same time. I know Jay Mails. Jay was more commercial photographer. Yeah. but anyway, there's that, there's, there's that, like I'm looking into stuff, and he's reminding me of, of that as well, mm. of, uh, of Jay stuff, but, um, yeah, and, and especially shooting Kodachrome, because uh, uh, I think Jay shot a lot of Kodachrome as well. Yeah, so uh, it's just, uh, it's really interesting to see, to see his work and to, and to resonate with some of what he was talking about about how he shot and what he's, what he's doing. So the the um the the kind of the elephant in the room yeah. is is uh, when was this? In two thousand twelve twelve. He was interviewed by who was it? Marsha Lederman. Marsha Lederman, I think she was writing for The Globe and Mail. Globe and Mail, yeah. Yeah. And the gist of the discussion or something that really popped out in the discussion was him Beginning to sound like he was a Holocaust denier. Yeah. And, and he's from Germany. He was born in Germany in 1930, I think. And mm-hmm. I think he left, what, after the war?
1: Yeah, 46 or 48, yeah. somewhere in there, yeah.
0: Went to Toronto. I don't know if he went directly to Toronto. I don't know. The, I mean, you could read anybody else who wants to, you know, you can read his biography. It was up. in the
1: greater Toronto area. Yeah. The GTA.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he left and then worked his way west in Canada but he's German and was part of that time. Mm-hmm. And the gist of the article was, what did he say? What was the thing that he said? Um, the told, subject oh, the matter
1: su- was essentially, was the gas chambers, right? Right. Is that and came then
0: up. he uh, used the term, the so-called Holocaust, yeah. uh, which obviously, and this is in 2012, which got a, and he was, when did he die? 2000.
1: I mean, it, yeah. yeah, it was not long ago. It was
0: not long ago. Uh, and so the, and then he goes back at some point and he continues on this sort of train of thought about, you know, having re, you know, research and not knowing what's going on in the Holocaust. And it all sounded not good.
1: No, it was particularly bad. Like I, We were saying offline, I was saying he's like that uncle that you have that doesn't know when to keep his mouth shut. It's really unfortunate because he would have seen. You know, moving, getting to Vancouver. When he did, he would have heard the stories about the Japanese folks, many which were born there, born in Canada, um, being interned um, in British Columbia, the same as they would have been in, or same as they were in California. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, yeah, it, it, it's not just unfortunate; it, it really angers me because he, he, he sh, should he mm-hmm. knew better yeah. to start talking like that. Uh, and it really you know and i i would say that um you know y- you you have to be careful with with your words everyone de- everybody knows this is 2012 he's he knows what the climate what what people expect of yeah, and then- how how to treat these 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 events um uh he was just he was out of it like I'm, I'm, i can't defend him I, it's terrible
0: and whether it's attributed to age or or well, who knows it, yeah. it- so, um, I, I read this article. It's a really long article, and you can't you can't really get it online anymore unless you, it's a, and behind a paywall. So, if you want to go to the Globe and Mail's website um, and look for it, you can, but you got to pay for it. But it's a fairly long uh, article um, about this uh, interview with him. Um, yeah.
1: And and the, and the reporter was really trying hard to. To, uh, to, to try and be balanced, right. because she was clearly shocked and disappointed and probably angered by that reaction. Well, especially uh, because her, that,
0: she described her family. Family they,
1: as Holocaust survivors. Yeah.
0: yeah, and some of them were killed too. I think. Yeah, um, and so this brings up this thing that we, I'm sure we've all had to deal with, um, is how do we now think about this guy's work? in relationship to what he's talked about and this is coming up with everybody all the time and how far back in time do we go about this you know and it's picasso and his you know uh um misogyny and uh whoever you know and and bach you know i we go back
1: richardson i mean more recent um Example. Um, yeah. The, well, we can uh, go down the way.
0: I mean, even for me, it is like modern actors, you know, who, who've said and done things. And like, does that mean I, I no longer can appreciate their movies? And it, it, maybe each person is going to have to make up their own minds about this stuff. Mm-hmm. There's no universal answer, but I'm looking at his pictures and thinking, okay, well, this is what's going on in his mind. How do you, what, besides being angry, how do you manage this with him?
1: Well, I know if he was a relative, I'd tear a strip off him. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it was, be, how, how do I put it? He's, I, as far as I know, well, he was probably too young. Uh, like, I compared him, I think, in our chat this afternoon. I compared him to Lenny Riefenstahl, who was, she was a cinematographer who did Triumph of the Will for the Nazi Party. You know, like, he's not that. He's an older guy who just kind of lost his perspective or understanding, or chose to live in ignorant uh, in ignorance about this um, subject. So, I am not. I am personally not writing him off um, for that. A part of me wants. I mean, particularly this—the the material that shows in modern color. You had said in in your notes that you found it very relaxing to view the pictures in it, as I do too. There's a part of me that's thinking that this is him finding uh, a peace, finding peace, and reflecting it in the, in the city that he's living in, mm-hmm. and I think he reflects that in the in this and i'm not saying it redeems what he's said and who he's hurt and who he's offended and if from what you read from that interview it's not good and if you decide not to buy this book for that reason that's fair i would say um you know it's, it's so many creative people have demons or something and we benefit from that. Now I'm not saying yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this is that. But I'm saying he, his quest, he was trying to find something and it resulted in this work. Uh and so in that way I'm happy to have the book. Um as as for the man, I didn't know him, you didn't know him. Mm-hmm. We don't know. He was caught talking garbage in an interview that was, you know, unfortunate. Um, but that's that's and sort the, of where where I stand. And on to be it.
0: fair, he is. That's the only time he's said something like that. I mean, he may not have been asked ever asked the question, but it seems like that yeah. was the only time that that. And he came did drop
1: out. out of sight for a few years after, after oh, that. Yeah. yeah, he was kind of shut down, and yeah. I think he felt yeah, and fine.
0: You know, we're living, and I'm not making any judgments about this, and that's not sort of the purpose of the show, but, you know, we're in this place now of the cancel culture, Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, whether or not, you know, people who are listening to this want to write him off entirely because of, because of this, after they read that, that uh, interview, I, I can't say, you know, what I couldn't say what to do. I mean, I appreciate his work. I'm looking at it now and it's, and it's tainted knowing, you know, what was going on perhaps in his mind or in the back mm-hmm. of his mind uh all mm-hmm. this time while he's making the pictures or at least while he was uh you know perhaps aware of um you know his situation where he was in in, in the time span it, like but it's there and i'm actually glad that the um uh interview was printed and an article was printed like they think the the writer said she struggled with
1: yeah no she did not she it, should you know, yeah And I think it's
0: better for us to have that information, Mm -hmm. to like to know that. And yeah, you know, he tried to backpedal a little bit and seemed kind of lame. You know, he talked about his age or he said whatever. It just sounded very lame, you know, apology or explanation for it. And so like I'm glad to know it because then I can make up my own mind about it. And, I, you know, just like uh, I'm not going to even go through the list of people that you think, but anybody who – has been controversial or said something that personally I didn't like or I don't agree with. And I live with seeing their work and I just know that, well, behind that, this is the person. Yeah. And I think having more information is, is better. And I can't say whether or not it affects me when I look at the picture I, I do, like I, like I said, I resonate with the way he shoots and, what I have a nostalgia
1: in? reaction, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, there's all, there's all that and I can't I can't just deny that either. I can't say no. I'm not having these reactions, you know? And so it's part of the whole person. I mean, we're we're, you know, as photographers or as artists, we're we're multiple we're multitudes. Who said that uh, I was thinking of Walt Whitman quote. I don't have it in my head, but I'm a, you know, I'm a multitude, you know. yeah, mul- many many things and I'm probably good and I'm bad and I'm you know, uh, I'm a hypocrite and I um, I do good things and I do bad things, you know? Mm-hmm. And if someone was to know my secrets, you know, uh, when they saw my pictures, I, I don't know. It'll, maybe it'll happen after I'm no longer here and it'll change the way someone looks at my work. But All I right. can't, I, you know, <laughs> nobody's walking on this world, I think, you know, uh, without the, the skeletons in the closet. And, and I'm not trying to, you know, being a Holocaust, Diminish, is a lot yeah. more than that, but yeah. it's in the, in that vein of like, uh, you know, we all have this. And yeah. so that's a, that's about it. I didn't like, I mean, it's a, if anybody wants to look for the article, go find it, but you can find a couple of, uh, um, editorials about, about, uh, about this, um, doesn't seem to stop the, the gallery. For, uh, what's the gallery he's part of equinox. That's uh, the I name of it, know. I think. I, I got a link for it in the in the. I'll put it in the show notes because it's the best place to actually see his yeah Equinox Gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't seem to stop people from purchasing the pictures, uh, but again, it's you know people are now looking. People may look at the pictures a lot differently. So, mm-hmm. um, yep. But you're talking about the nostalgia factor. I mean, uh, does Vancouver no longer really look like this? Nope. The way he no. Shot? Not no, not all that
1: neon is gone except for the Orpheum Theater, right? Yeah. Um there's a lot of um wires for the electric buses. There's a whole lot more wires for electric buses oh, yeah. now. So it's like a maze above your head. Um it's just become, you know, there's the one picture taken off the Barrard Street Bridge um of a bunch of homes sort of on a hillside that's all been replaced by high rises. I don't know. Do you know the movie Tron? Uh, the, Tron. Tron the original one? The new one. The the new one? one. Mm, I and watched then, it once. And <laughs> okay. I totally forgot it. There's but, a scene. It's, in, it, it's It features in a lot of car commercials too. The Burrard Street Bridge. I think it's Burrard. Anyway, um, the very last scene or one of the last scenes where the hero is on his motorbike and he has his who was, uh, was an electronic girlfriend and now she's a real girl. Mm-hmm. On the bike, of, and they're riding down across this bridge, and there are all these high rises in the background. That's the Burrard Street Bridge. Anyway, that's the place where where Herzog took that picture of those. Uh, they're rather large homes too, on the hill on the hillside beside the bridge.
0: Um, you know, now that I'm just remembering it, you're doing a project of photographing neighborhoods, aren't you?
1: I am. I sort of. I. I I parked it for now because there's a guy in town um, that's doing a lot better job of it than me. So I'm just watching him. I'm going. (laughs) I'm concentrating on, um, hopefully, continuation of the Mexico project and. and uh, a love project, I'm calling it all the, I'm calling it Love in the Street or something. It's all the pictures I have of people in different ways they express affection to each other. I didn't, really didn't know that was a theme yeah. that I was doing until uh, until I, I found it. My well,
0: go back to the houses for a second. What was the motivation, the neighborhoods? What like, Just give a quick rundown of what you're doing,
1: what you were doing. Oh, I was doing, I was going into, like we we don't have boroughs or whatever you want to call them. Uh, we just have these individual um, neighborhoods that were essentially named with the city and the developer right. a certain number of you know square whatever square kilometer or whatever right. and and they would be given a name like I live in a neighborhood called Rocky Ridge uh, mark lives in a neighborhood across the the, the little motorway there called Tuscany and they're all these you know' you, you know silly developer names there's 200 and some of them in calgary we're one can are or two what was 640 square miles or whatever which new york city all five boroughs are only 800 and something right so you guys are like 10 million people we're like uh, not even a million and a half so it's all all very spread out each neighborhood does have a flavor to it because different developers different um um architectural constraints all that kind of stuff so, there's a flavor to every single one of these damn networks in and one so of these, th- these neighborhoods.
0: Are how, I mean,
1: these aren't modern, right? They're, they're. Oh, no, absolutely. Some of them I shot, um, the picture I took is no longer, you can no longer capture because the houses have been built all around it.
0: Right. So, you're capturing, you're going around doing this, at least you were,
1: because. Um, what, because what was
0: the drawing you did? You're, you're wanting to record something that may or may not.
1: Last? Well, there's a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch of reasons, not just to produce a product, but it was also. When I first moved here, I made a point of driving into neighborhoods to try and get lost. This is in you know in the early right. '80s, right? No GPS or whatever, and try and get myself back out again because I'm this like farm kid, small town kid, and I'm, like Calgary was a big city, and I'm just you know I'd want to feel comfortable driving around here. So, <laughs> so that's where it, there was a, that was echoing in my head. I wanted something that was about the size of a book and 200 pictures to choose from was, that's an excellent size for a number of, you know, a number of photographs. Also all the neighborhoods, I want to get a sense of the city itself and all of the different aspects or vistas or whatever you wanted to call it from each neighborhood. Um, and if you were, li- if you were from Calgary and you went through the book, sort of like what Mark and I were talking about with the rodeo, you'd go. To someone who, you know, if you were looking at the book with someone who had never been to Calgary or done whatever, you go, oh, I know where this was taken. There's that kind of, like, pulling the viewer in. Right. Like, this could only, you know, this picture could only have been taken in ranch lands. This picture can only have been taken in Brentwood. This picture can only have been taken in Forest Lawn. Um, So there's that kind of local aspect to it. So there was this uh i really love this place really love the city um and so I, there was an affection for it and i wanted to pull other people it didn't matter i'd whether i like people in different parts of the neighborhood or i felt more safe in some neighborhoods and not others this is not the point wherever you were from if you're from the city and you you picked up that picture and you, you picked up that book and you went through it and you go oh yeah this is i know this so there was it had a it 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 scratched a lot of itches in terms okay. of what a project was
0: yeah i guess i'm just trying to get to the, the idea that you're 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 um going around recording something is it going to last is it not going to last but you're you're sort of placing it in time right yeah. photographing and stuff like that
1: and, and if it takes years to i mean i've still got them all earmarked in the in the lightroom catalog so if it takes me another 5 years fine 5 mm-hmm. years is really nothing um and then I could piece them together I still have a list of what's been shot and what hasn't more neighborhoods more shooting I have to go out into even if it's a construction zone like uh you know the, the last the last phase of yeah. Tuscany here I took a picture of it and like I say those pictures of or the buildings have all been built around that little walkway that I took picture of the shot the picture of
0: So so was so Herzog doing the same thing to Vancouver or was he
1: I don't think so. I think this he just went out every day, or whenever he could, to shoot what he saw that was um, uh, that was pleasing go out, to his eye. why
0: go out and shoot every day. I mean, what? Uh, I i I know I'm trying to you know <laughs> I mean, you're, you're there's being some devil's connection. advocate.
1: You and I do this <laughs> right, but I'm thinking
0: like you know I'm I'm you know I'm in a neighborhood where things are changing but haven't changed. You know, uh, there's still an oldness to where I am but right. i know i'm looking across the street and i'm seeing buildings you know are getting knocked down and you know pieces of crap being put up in their place mm-hmm. and you know i i can't help but look at my body of work and say i'm recording that period of time that's not going to necessarily be around for a while and i'm just wondering if that it was if that was something that you were doing i know he he may not have been overtly doing that but how could he not he he lived long enough to see vancouver change change yeah
1: you know uh, I don't the know. Book, if, the book is at pretty narrow time though, like fifties mostly, when he was probably the most right. active.
0: But I wonder when someone's going out and doing something like this, like what do we have when we're doing our version of what Herzog's doing back then, you know, um, is someone, you know, forty years from now gonna look at our pictures and say, Yeah, they were capturing a time that is not yeah. now and you know or was he just in a unique position because everything is nostalgic and men wore hats and everything was painted red? Yeah, no, I you know, think he, I, so he that, was just. Sorry, that that was, was, that's why I wanted to sort of tie it in with what you were doing with your neighborhoods. I mean, there was like it was something about what you had told me once a while back. I wasn't sure. You wanted to capture these neighborhoods. There was something about it. And
1: well, it know. was an inventory, is like Ajay, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, it was more like that. I don't know that Ajay was trying to capture a time, I think he was just cataloging the city in it he was good enough and we've all yeah, come to appreciate yeah. what wonderful work that was i'm not i'm not thinking deep i'm not thinking into what people will think beyond the little charge they might get when they recognize where a picture was taken oh, was which Hurt's is big for me
0: w- was he doing that i mean he just 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 said he was going out and photographing what he wanted he wasn't necessarily thinking about us talking about him for an hour
1: no <laughs> you know um I don't get that sense. I think he was just an observer of Flanner or whatever the word is, the thief, right? Taking pictures of what he thought was, was, uh, aesthetically pleasing. I don't get a sense that he was, mm, I don't know. I knew I need to hear another interview or another, uh, something to, to get more of what, you know, and also this book was, you know, compiled, right? It was not, um, it was not a project. It was not a Herzog project. Right, right. He, um, I mean, you had
0: mentioned there's a lot of repetition in it and stuff. So well, not a lot, but enough for no, some of Yeah. Uh. But,
1: but we find parallels. We found that same street. You know, the, the this bandage guy and the, yeah, yeah. that compressed uh, sign picture. Right. You know, but that's the, just because of the size of yeah. the city and where his range was, right?
0: Yeah. I, sorry, I didn't mean to wanted to interrupt. No, your, I'm the fine. Story about I'm, your. I'm looking your- for.
1: I'm. You know. I'm. 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 No, I'm interested because I. I Definitely want to think deeper about, you know, the books. And I don't – I have my own ideas. I don't mind being challenged on them. Well, yeah. You know, but I've we'll been, re- I mean, I've been through the book a couple of times. And, I, like, you you know, to answer your question, I don't think he was necessarily capturing it unless he said, you know, he wanted to capture a time.
0: Last thing uh, for about <laughs> for a second, just because I remember I had this in my mind. I wanted to ask you. His pictures I, – I, I would call them ordinary, right? I mean, saying they're relaxing mm-hmm. when I look at them. Ordinary. They're not controversial and stuff like that. What makes, in your opinion, and because I don't really have an opinion about this, so I'm sort of wanting to learn from you. What makes this kind of work so, uh, I say, important? Like, you know, when I see like someone from a gallery looking at these pictures, like, Jesus, just a picture of a street. It's just a picture of, you know, it happens to have been taken in the, you know early 60s so everybody kind of looks cool and there's like a lot of red but what makes a shot like of the bandaged guy um, like what makes that so special and and do you know what I'm saying you know
1: it. well you would you like the bandaged guy I like it but I see a lot of
0: pictures I like you know I go through on a daily basis and I I tap hearts on a zillion pictures that I like well could Um, it just
1: be as simple as we all like that picture because of the Old woman who is on her way to church, and the guy who just came right, out of but a bar fight. this guy isn't.
0: This guy is in a book, and he's in galleries, and people are talking about him, and there's interviews yeah. with him, and like, I, and maybe this is for you know our next time, you know, uh, right. maybe maybe we could bookmark this as the as the you know a later um, yeah. another no. episode or something like that. Because and I have nothing wrong with it. I just like you know I could think of people listening or in general like I've been this way. Like what makes this guy's? Why why is his picture? so much more special than the shot of you, you you know the shot of you that you took of all the guys at the at the gambling thing
1: like it isn't well, it- but he he's well it's part of a collection right and it, it it he he comes from a a certain aesthetic uh, using kodachrome when it was not a common thing to do doing street work in color when it was not a common thing to do the same thing why lighter is why lighter and Haas than you know the contemporaries of each so other? But one of the answers
0: is they they fit in a place of hi- in history. Absolutely, uh, that we as modern people just don't at the moment because there was you know photography history. There's you know first time colors being used and like right. that. So there's there's actually okay. Well, that that answers part of it. That could be certainly part of it. But I figure we could. Leave this. Also, this would be a great discussion for another show because sure. I really want to learn more about this, and I'm sure there's a lot of other photographers we could talk to. And I remember saying uh, in my last episode, my Greenwood Cemetery uh, dispatches from Greenwood, that I had an announcement. So uh, this is a good time to <laughs> make the announcement, right?
1: We've been an hour in okay. the show, yeah. but
0: uh, you agreed to uh, join me as a
1: co-host on the show. Yeah. I think it's an excellent opportunity.
0: <laughs> I think it's an excellent
1: opportunity.
0: <laughs> I'm so excited that you said yes. I was totally thinking that you were going to say I don't have time, or you know, in the back of your mind. I mean, I hope you're being honest with me. No, I'm being honest. I no, I've I
1: have time. Okay, and I am also without a gainful employment at this time. So, <laughs> well, at let's least hope, for now. hope when
0: you get employment that you might still have the time. To hang out with me for an hour or so late at night, you know, as long as it's
1: late at night and I don't third, have something else going on. The only time, time I all do all something
0: good. is late at night. It's the only time I feel like right. I get the energy. But yeah, you, uh, I asked you, and you, and you said yeah, and I'm really excited.
1: No, I think it's a, uh, I mean, it truly is an opportunity because I can use my words more, which I need to do. Uh huh. Um, you know, it's a simple, basic <laughs> so just, need. People need to be able Instead to speak.
0: Get the words out of your head. Get, get the words out of my the, head. The voice in your head can now go to to come out into the world a
1: little bit, right? And, and try and sound like I know what I'm talking about, and and learning as I you know as we go, right? Yeah. Uh, why do I? Why am I defending Fred Herzog? You know who the hell is he? You know like yeah. what? What? I, you know gather these thoughts um, about photography, which I'm clearly obsessed with. Yeah. And I'm not a working, I'm not a busy professional working photographer. I um, just like to kind of be above it all and enjoy it. And my exposure, you were talking before about, you know, going back and picking up the history of photography. My journey in photography started with books and mm-hmm. I was 11. Mm-hmm. So I looked at a Leonard Fried picture, not understanding it at all, going, why do people think this is such a great picture? Now I've come to know why that is. I read about it before I even understood it. And before I even really picked up a camera and I didn't really grasp anything. like, I'm slow, but until I was after, until I was over 40, before I went, I get this now. I could be, not that I have the talent, but I see what Freed was doing when he shot through the thing with the, the rearview mirror and the reflection and the whatever and the, the, the telephone pole. Like, uh-huh. it all makes sense sort of to me now where it, it didn't when I was 11. Like, what is this?
0: So, I, I met you first on uh, Sid and Max show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, why did I just space out in the name of their show? <laughs> oh, uh, this is what happens when I get old and have it, COVID. It was a long name. I know... Oh, God. You guys are listening to me. I'm so sorry. I forgot the name of your name.
1: Okay, <laughs> It's, a, the, it's the, the Sid and Mac show. We call it the Sid, Sid and Mac, Mac show. I only knew it was Sid. Yeah, but that's when I first met With you. With Sid and Mac. That's what it was called. Something. <laughs> <laughs> or in oh French, Shay Sid and Mac. This is, why, this is
0: why we need our words. We need to be we talking. We need
1: words. Yes, we need words.
0: And this is getting old. You and me are the same age,
1: roughly. And we owe those to lunch now. Uh-huh. Because Definitely. we're such idiots. Uh, I'll have
0: to actually send them my coffee money now the next time. <laughs> Sid, Sid, Sid is gonna kill me. She's gonna strangle me. I know it. Yeah. Oh, we'll shutter, time. T- shutter time. Shutter time. time. I'm glad and I didn't look anything up. My brain oh, just God. turned on. Anyway. It's like the
1: magic eight ball, right? It's cloudy <laughs> and then the answer just comes up. Dude, it's and it's usually that. the wrong answer, but that's so, okay. Keep shaking, right? Maybe so, yeah, not. I, I first met you on that. I can't
0: remember what the episode was, and I think it was with Mark as well, probably. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we talking, were we talking about the rodeo book? when the rodeo I think you might have been, maybe? yeah. I think we might have all been
0: on talking about our own stuff. Because we I think
1: we sent you PDFs of the book yeah, to yeah. look at. Yes,
0: And what you're saying about, what I was saying at the beginning of the show was like I'm coming to these photographers late in my life because I spent most of my time, you know, as a commercial photographer and not i mean i like looking at f- photo books and i have a lot but they weren't the thing that was pressing me like me i was mostly making trying to make money from photography so mm-hmm. the art of it wasn't always f- you know first in my mind um doesn't mean I didn't go to museums and galleries and stuff like that, but it just wasn't always the thing that I was thinking
1: about. You lucky bastard. You in yeah, galleries I, you know, and big cities. In one
0: eye and out the other, kind of thing, you know, yeah.
1: in some way. Well, it's graphic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, in the past, since I started the podcast and started, you know, teaching photography and then met you and Sid and Mac and Mark and Dave and, and Brian and, and and then other people through this medium. And started to get more serious about, like, educating myself in my photography history. Like, I'm – the way you're describing what you were doing, it's like the way, like, having met you, you're sort of helping respark that in me. Uh, and it's not – I'm not giving you full credit. I've got friends who have done that as well. But in this – Fine. Sort of, yeah, Whatever. well, okay. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but but this is – you know, this is – I'm doing this – um the, the show I'm doing more – I've been doing more as a regular thing. Like, mm-hmm. this is probably the only thing I do. I'm not getting paid for it. Uh, you know, Tom and I started it because we we weren't doing our classes so much, but we enjoyed it. And, and um, I still, like, the one thing that I, I've noticed I've been consistently doing, except for the month that I had COVID and was bummed out last February, I've been really doing this all the time. Mm-hmm. So this has been a very intimate kind of thing for me. And then hooking up with you online, and i never met you in person, but. You know, I feel like I know you or at least beginning to know you and you're bringing out in me some in some way like um, this dormant part that has always been in there. I just haven't really been using it, you know, using my, uh, as you said, my words, my photo words. Right. You know, yeah. so like I said, I do say I've got a lot more photo books on my shelf than I did prior to having talked to you. Uh, right. The first time, you know, and having that sort of reemerge. So anyway, like you felt like a natural, I know we get on the show and we start talking and uh, I don't feel like I'm putting up any kind of front with you or something like that or or anything in terms Me of... Me neither,
1: I'm too old and too lazy know, to do I, that. I know,
0: yeah, but you know that you, you come across yeah. people and you have to put on a, you know, yeah. you, you sort of look and you do I have to put on this face or I have to put on that face and I don't feel like I have that with you with photography. No. So... You know, I've been actually I look back somewhere. I wrote somewhere like, you know, Ward is a a co-host and I don't remember how long ago, but it was a a while back. And I don't know why it just popped up in my head this year, but I realized that the show is really I wanted to, you know, now I can spend more time with it in some way because I don't have a regular job or I want to make this part of like, you know, this would be great if this became, you know, a career (laughs) or something like that. I don't know. You know, making the brand Street Shots brand, whatever ends up being, but but starting to take this more seriously. And you know, at a certain point, I don't want to hear. I'm sick of hearing myself talk to right. myself about photography. I know there's a, there are actually a lot of podcasters who can do that.
1: And uh, your friend Bart is really good at it. Bart like, is fantastic. You can listen to him. Maybe it's Irish accent, I don't know, but he's like, and he can describe a photograph in such a way, even if you haven't seen it, you know exactly what he's yeah. talking about. Yeah. He's that's a gift, you know.
0: Well, I, you know, he's said, uh, you can always call me to be on the show. And I was like, yeah, I know. And I just never did it. (laughs) I didn't think about having him be a a co-host, but having him be a guest, you know, a regular guest. Mm -hmm. But I I also miss, um, you know, I miss having Tom on the show. Tom and I, we had a good banter. And when he Mm -hmm. took off, you know, I was like, I can do the show myself. And yeah, but but I'm not saying you're replacing Tom. There's not a, not a, not a replacement, but at a certain point. Having someone else to talk to that is not, you know, my own voice in my brain, uh, and like I said, getting the chance to use your words, and maybe yeah. learn something along the way. Like I found, I can talk to you and I can start learning things.
1: Vice uh, versa, yeah, absolutely.
0: So um, I'm really happy and excited that you you uh, you agreed and uh, and that you got a new mic. <laughs> Thank
1: you. The last show. Did you hear the dogs barking and toilets <laughs> flushing? But you or? know what I.
0: That's fine because if we hear Opie screaming, which he won't, but because I locked him out, but that's I've always wanted the show not to be like the polished perfection of some other shows, or, or you know, it wasn't really the goal. It's just, you know, first it was never, me and Tom, never and his mind bas- those gunshots,
1: yeah. huh? Never mind those gunshots, we're good, yeah,
0: yeah. And when Tom and I started, we were in his basement and it sounded like crap. Oh my God the rev- reverb in his in his church basement was just terrible we started putting blankets around us and that started to get crazy but anyway um, I'm excited and and uh, I think we've we've talked about a couple of things already mm-hmm. uh, but we haven't had a full schedule yet but uh, I think people who are listening are gonna be you know it'll, it'll be really exciting to see where we go you know and I'm really uh, happy to
1: Good. And as as things started to loosen up and we get back out on the street and shoot, um, we'll be able to enjoy that and talk about that. Just the experience of getting out among the people and getting in their face like Bruce Gilden. And
0: yeah, get back to what we were doing.
1: Get back to what we were doing before, which is a big hole in my creative life. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Not being able to do that.
0: And, yeah, I agree. It's, it is a big hole. And I think also... My, my, um, I've said this so much that the audience might be thinking like, you know, I've said this in blue in my face, but I've always wanted to, when I've done interviews with other photographers, like people who I've known, I've really enjoyed like not just doing it by myself, but like, uh, you know, having another person along to, Mm -hmm. to, to talk to because I like, I always like that idea that there's a group of photographers sitting in, you know, wherever talking, you know, um, And the idea that now that I really have, I'm sure we have a list of people who we would like to talk to together.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, both of us, people we're both interested in.
1: Yeah. And conversation is always, you know, uh, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts too. Yeah. yeah. In creative matters, especially. I mean, I listen to Hollywood actors, not that I really care about Hollywood actors, but they talk about the creative process when they're in some peculiar situation or whatever. I'm, that stuff fascinates me.
0: Yeah, and um, how do how do we can then do that in a same in the same way on this medium that we're mm-hmm. both uh, excited to, to to go forward with. So yeah, so that's the announcement, everybody. I know one person guessed it.
1: I <laughs> uh, can imagine who guessed. It was, it was Sid. She guessed it, but I wasn't. Oh, giving okay,
0: her. I ended up tweeting her, it was a direct message, but she I, I, do, I she goes, it's going to be Ward. I'm like, I said, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, what else could it be? It's either you're, you know, monetizing the show or it's Ward. And I, I just sent her a picture of you and your uh, racing
1: gear. Oh, you know, okay. Your eyes
0: are covered, I mean your face oh, is yeah. covered with things. Yeah.
1: It's my my uh strangely prophetic COVID picture. People yeah. are like, Oh, that's such a good picture for COVID. I'm like Oh no. <laughs> I said that to her and she was That's like, me driving yeah. a four hundred horsepower Porsche around a track in Texas. Yeah, yeah.
0: So she got it. She's <laughs> But I, I kept yeah. it under wraps. I, I thought it was fun, as have a little surprise, a little clickbaity for people who are listening to the show. <laughs> like, what? I, mean, I did say, I think I did say last month. No, I'm not canceling the show. That was it. So nobody got upset. So anyway, I you know I wanted to keep it for an hour. It's an hour and 20 minutes. So all right, let's uh, let's call it a wrap. What uh, you know what? Um, well, a we had to find out where you're at, but I want you to also plug what you're doing now. So sure, let's get all that stuff
1: um well my social media presence i guess we start with that um i'm at ward rosin fine art on instagram that's where you're going to find my stream of consciousness photo stream um i'm also ward rosin photography at rosin.ca it's my website which is right now it's just still geared to to um uh, offer for sale our, our rodeo book that i created with uh with mark ryerson which we're still very proud of and this this in a couple of months it'll be what five years? Wow! <laughs> since, wow! Yeah, five years since we were there shooting it. Um, uh, that's that's be- be- basically all. I'm I'm yeah Ward Roslin Fine Art on uh, or just where I guess Ward Roslin Photography on Facebook. And I have my little enterprise uh, Ornis yes. photo. Yes, tell us. <laughs> it's <laughs> I I it's uh, Ornis O R N I S dot photo. Or Ornisphoto dot com, whatever, and you'll get to my little website. I um, I sell um, 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 manual lenses that are Asian sourced and um, lens adapters, and it's a lot of fun and uh, something I like to do. And I'm looking at expanding my product line, and uh, so. So this show is sponsored by. This oh, so show is F- sponsored by Ornus Sponsored by Ornis Photo. Ornus yes. Photo.
0: <laughs> yes, I I. I what picked up two or three lenses from you already two
1: I got two yeah
0: yeah so I was gonna get the 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 Viltrox uh f- um 35 point f point nine five
1: from a you, you weren't able to yeah. get it, so um, I would have
0: gotten it from you but you weren't able to yeah but yeah dot well, photo. S-
1: yeah it's Go. all it's all good fun
0: great uh um I wanted to just say that all those, th- I want to say third-party lenses, but these lenses that are coming out from uh, uh, Asia and China now, are, are I'm having the most fun with um, yeah. in photography. So uh, if you do want to, you know, it's, I want to say that gear always makes you like, yeah, it helps, but you know, sometimes, you know, a lens, like a new lens, like I told you, like my lens hangover, Yeah. Uh, you know, I think for me is given me a real shot in the arm for my creativity and how to see the world through a different lens, literally. Yeah.
1: So I have a 7R Design 35 millimeter 1.2. It's an interesting lens. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I would say it's not for beginners, but it's uh, a lot of fun for me. So, and that's kind of permanently welded onto my black-bodied XE3. So. Yeah. So
0: a lot I, of fun. I recommend if anybody wants to go and uh, any shifts to the United States. I ship to USA. Yes, it is. So, and for me, um, AM Rosario on Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, Flickr, Rosario Photo on Facebook. And uh, I will be um, letting you guys know about the classes I'll be teaching at some point when I get the website done. Uh, But it'll be a Street Shots branded uh, uh, classes for. uh, Beginning photographers. Yep. So. Cool. Anyway, Ward, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with me
1: tonight and thanks for agreeing to be co host. No, I'm uh, happy to do both. <laughs>
0: okay, <good. laughs> I got you know,
1: I gotta use my words. Use words, your words, words. words. They can be small words. words too. Yeah, words are small. Like Steve Martin said, some people have way with words, other people not have way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that note uh great on that note uh i will say good night good night